Hello and happy Thursday. Welcome to Offbeat Grad. We are here. We are enjoying our Thursdays. I'm actually recording this on Tuesday, which is my new thing. Makes me feel productive because I usually would record probably like immediately before I posted because that is the kind of organization that I need in my life. So I'm just letting you know that I'm really productive this week and I'm proud of it. So here we are. This is the Pinterest episode because your girl loves Pinterest. She only talks about it constantly. And 90% of my website traffic comes from Pinterest and that includes my newer websites. So I'm a Pinterest guru, if you will. And I've recently been posting a lot of blog content about Pinterest and how to really optimize Pinterest so that it drives traffic to your blog. And frankly, I think if you're not using Pinterest as a blogger or even a freelancer, you're sort of missing out on a huge audience and it's just really crappy if you're not using it. So go do that. Um, But I understand that Pinterest can be really confusing and it can be frustrating if you're posting content on Pinterest like pretty frequently and you're not really seeing the results you expect. Like it can be frustrating and maybe you're not sure how to move forward, how to bring it to the next level, stuff like that. So let me talk about my experience with Pinterest first and foremost. So when I first started posting on Pinterest back way too long ago, I used it as a personal account, like most people um, back in high school, back in um, early college days, I was using it to post fashion ideas. I love DIY, so I would always look up weird DIY stuff. I just would love to use it as like an inspiration board, which I think is what it's intended for. Um, Once I started blogging in 2015, I didn't know what I was doing, and I would just post my content on Pinterest because that's how I found other blog posts. So I was like, People are clearly looking on here, so let me just add my stuff into this weird internet hall where just people are putting all their stuff. And I didn't really know what I was doing, as most people do when they first start their blog. Most of my pins were pretty garbage looking, but I was posting them like whatever, just doing my thing. And I didn't really know what I was doing. As I've said 15 times, I didn't really have a lot of group boards. I didn't have any kind of curated audience or like any keywords. I didn't know what I was, what was going on over here. I was just shouting into the void. And it worked. Like it worked really well. Um, I had several pins go viral. This is what led me to getting all these sponsored post opportunities like pretty early on in my blogging career. Basically, it's the way I drive traffic to my blog. Um, I still think there's so much value in focusing on other things as well, like social media, other kinds of platforms, and um, SEO. But at the end of the day, you can't underestimate the power of Pinterest. And like I said, it's brought in a lot of traffic to my blog. I make money depending on the amount of traffic on my blog since I do run ads. So it's really important for me to really optimize my Pinterest, not just on SamanthaBility, but on some of my other blogs as well. So because I was so successful with SamanthaBility, I struggled a lot thinking like maybe it was a right time, right place kind of situation. And I do think it was to some extent. Like I'm 100% honest in saying that um, if I was to start college blogging right now, it would be significantly harder. And I've said that a lot of times and I will keep saying it, but... I thought I was doing something right. I knew I was because after three years of being on Pinterest, like I figured some things out. Um, I use a lot of advanced tools. I've really, really studied Pinterest, so to speak, and I know what I'm doing. But I was like, you know what? Maybe like this is all a fluke. Maybe I'm just doing this on one account and it's it's doing well because I already have so much um, notoriety, so much page rank. Like this website's been along for several years now, so obviously it's going to do better than some of the newer posts. So I was like, you know what, we're going to try it. So 
I started my Disney blog. I've talked about it a lot. And I know that Disney is a very competitive niche. Like, it, it really is. There are a lot of travel blogs talking about Disney. There are a lot of Disney blogs talking about Disney. It's so saturated, is what I'm trying to say. Like, this is this has been done before. Like, there are no new topics here. It is very, very popular. And a lot of people are searching for Disney stuff. But, like, the competition is tough. So I was like, you know what, we're just gonna, we're gonna go all in. I'm gonna use the same Pinterest um, techniques that I've been using on Samanthability. We're gonna try them here on Walt Disney World Expert. We're just going to give it a go. Like, maybe it'll flop, but it doesn't really matter because I'm not investing too much time in this and it's just like my side project. So let's, let's go for it. So I did. <laughs> I started at zero. I started completely over. Um, I had to redo. I used Tailwind, so I, I started from scratch there with like the lowest settings. And in three months, I grew my audience by 1500%. I was gaining so much traffic to my blog. Once again, I started at zero. Um, within three months, we were hitting over 20,000 page views a month. And I'm on track to monetize very soon. And meanwhile, I have 10 posts on this blog. It's not like I'm out here cranking out posts all the time. I'm doing maybe one a week, and that's a stretch. So I was using Pinterest to focus on the content that I did have, which wasn't much. And I promoted the heck out of it on Pinterest using, like, the same techniques I'd been using on Samanthability. And it worked. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so validated. But basically, the point of this whole rant was just to say, like, you don't need a lot of numbers to get started. You don't need any fancy skills. Um, but you do need a good Pinterest strategy, which sometimes takes time. But I know the strategy because I've done it. And I didn't just do it once. I did it several times. And I'm just like, I keep being blown away by that, by just the simplicity of the strategy. So why am I telling you all of this? I am telling you all of this because I have recently, by recently I mean last week, released a course on Pinterest and I have been making this course for months, like possibly years. Um, I've, I've had courses in the past that I did not end up releasing because I felt like I wasn't really offering the most to my audience or that I didn't have the biggest grip on like what I was trying to say. But the difference with this one is that I've read through a lot of other Pinterest courses, I've done a lot of my own research, and what I was seeing that they're mostly filled with fluff, um, not very much actionable advice, and there's just like, you might learn a thing or two, but it's probably stuff you could figure out on your own, and there's nothing really to take away that's going to really drive traffic to your blog, which is what you want, obviously, um, quickly. And I was like, you know what, I know how to do this. And so I was like, I'm going to build this course around my strategy that I've used not once, but several times. And I'm just gonna cut through the BS. Like, basically, I just I was over it. So I was like, here we are. And that's what I did. So I have no nonsense Pinterest, which is a very in depth, but not like super long course about everything you need to know to drive traffic to your blog. And basically, the guarantee here is that you'll be able to get at least 100,000 impressions on your Pinterest blog within a month, which is very easy to do. If you've been struggling to reach this number, like, you don't need to anymore because I will help you. Um, it's very straightforward. There's no fluff here. I explain why you need to use Pinterest, who's on Pinterest, and then we just jump right into the strategy. Like, I'm showing you what I'm doing. I'm showing you how exactly you can do it yourself, and that's it. There's no fancy anything going on here. I'm not trying to swindle you. Um, we're going to just grow your Pinterest to 100,000 impressions in a month. We'll talk about targeted keywords, how to SEO optimize your Pinterest, why you even need to do that. 
um, the importance of finding your audience, and then like a lot of advanced techniques for basically how to automate your pinning. Because like, let's be real, no one has time to like sit on Pinterest for an hour a day. Like that's not happening. So we're gonna talk about how to just automate that so that it does it for you. And it's really easy. You don't need any experience. All you need is a blog. Um, and you can do it. So if you're interested in joining my course, like no pressure over here, it's called No Nonsense Pinterest. I'll link it in the show notes, but basically it's samanthability.teachable.com. And if you insert the coupon code offbeatgrad, no spaces, just offbeatgrad, one word, um, you'll get $40 off, which is essentially 50% off. So it's only 40 bucks. So that's the cheapest price it's ever going to be. So if you're really interested, I would recommend you go ahead and try it. Like it's risk-free if you decide, you know what, I hated this. No big deal. Just let me know and you'll get a refund. Um, I just thought I would offer that in case you were interested in some more concrete training, but we are going to go into some common issues in this podcast today. And if you think you want to try the try my course, but you're not really sure that it's for you, I would recommend you go to my blog, samanthability.com, the most recent post. I'll also link it in the Show notes is about the five common Pinterest mistakes, and in there you can sign up for a free three-day e-course to revamp your Pinterest, and that's completely free. And it's just a little bit of a taste of what's offered in the paid course. So if you're not really sure if it's right for you, I would definitely recommend signing up for the free course. And if you find that valuable, maybe you'll go for the other one, use my coupon code, save money. That's it. Okay, I'm done trying to sell you something. Sorry, I just wanted to put that out there because I'm really excited about this course. I feel really passionate about it and I think it really has a lot to offer. So that's that. Hopefully you didn't find that annoying. Sorry, the shameless promotion segment is over. So let's talk about Pinterest. So what's really cool about Pinterest is it's social media, but it's not. And what I mean by that is it's a search engine. Like at its core, this is a search engine for images, for blog posts, for ideas. So where else on the web are you finding a search engine that's designed for blog posts? It doesn't exist. So while you might use Instagram to create an audience, you can use Pinterest to directly promote your posts and you don't need followers. That's what's so amazing about Pinterest is there are so many ways to get your content in front of fresh eyes and other bloggers who will promote it that you don't need to worry about just driving your follower count up. Like that doesn't exist on Pinterest and I think that is so refreshing and it just makes Pinterest so much more accessible to everyone. And that's what I have to say about that. So who's using Pinterest? I think we all have this perception that the average Pinterest user is this like typical mom blogger who's like into DIY and like posts about parenting and like stuff like that and like the cliche DIY projects and all of that but that's not really true so let's talk about who's actually using Pinterest because I think the stigma is really just untrue and when you understand how many people are actively using it you'll realize that every audience is here basically so 250 million people are active on Pinterest every month which is crazy um, 83% of all United States women between the ages of 25 and 45 have used Pinterest. Like, imagine, that's like everyone, basically. Everyone you know, probably, if they're a woman in between those ages, has used Pinterest in some capacity. And it's not just women. A lot of times we focus on how it's all women, but actually in 2018, half of all new signups were men. So 
realize that that's a lot of new signups who are men. And I actually know several men who do use Pinterest. A lot of them use it for ideas, for travel, for fashion, things like that. They definitely don't just apply to women. But keep that in mind if you are trying to find your audience here. Um, Also, high income and educated U.S. households are two times more likely to use Pinterest than lower income households. I think that makes sense because um, a lot of people go to Pinterest for sort of things that are considered leisure activities, whether it's travel, fashion, um, spending money, or um, finding new products, products, (laughs) or um, just basically looking for DIY projects or inspiration. And that's probably more leaning towards high-income people who have time and disposable income to do these things, which matters because if you want to sell something or appeal to people in a way that is likely to be beneficial to you monetarily, you want to be on Pinterest because these are people who have disposable income and they're probably going to spend money on things they find on Pinterest. So 60% of millennials actually discovered products they purchased on Pinterest and 85% of women use Pinterest to plan big life moments, whether that's travel, weddings, especially obviously, or just like big events in their life. So basically Pinterest is a place for people to search for ideas. This is where they find things that matter to them and it's really important So many people are using Pinterest, and a lot of new signups are coming from abroad. 80% of all new signups today are from outside of the U.S., from a lot of top five countries, which include obviously the U.S., Brazil, India, Turkey, and Russia. Um, The U.K., as well as other Western countries, are really well represented. But it's interesting how we're getting so many new signups from the developing quote-unquote world. I think that's really powerful, actually, in a lot of ways, to building a global audience, which a lot of people are trying to do. I know that that's something that I'm interested in as someone who helps um, young women especially find ways to work online. This is not limited to any borders, so it's a really cool way to talk to people who I might not usually get a chance to on social media. And that's really cool. So that's who's on Pinterest. It's more people than you think. And that's why it matters that you're using Pinterest. So now let's talk about what you might be doing wrong. I see a lot of mistakes on Pinterest as someone who's been around the block before. And I wanted to talk about some of the most common mistakes in this episode so that you can see maybe if you need to reevaluate your Pinterest and make some changes so that you can really optimize the platform to work for your blog. So the first one I see is that you post personal pins. If you remember that earlier in the podcast, I told you that I used to do this all the time. I get it. It's so tempting to to pin those things you really like on Pinterest because that's what it's for. Like, isn't that what the platform's for? Obviously it is. Um, you can still do those things. Um, for the casual user, Pinterest is designed for just saving ideas, saving images, but for bloggers, it's about pinning content that your audience actually wants to see. So if you're pinning content that is not related to your audience at all, that's really going to send a mixed signal to Pinterest and to your followers. So what you want to do if you do want to continue using Pinterest in a personal way is you either start your own account, just separate from your business account, and you pin your personal stuff there, or you save things to secret boards. This is actually what I chose to do because I already have a lot of Pinterest accounts and I can't handle that. So I created a few secret boards. I use one for like tattoo ideas and one for like cooking recipes. Um, and I keep those private and no one can see them on my profile and it doesn't disrupt my feed in any way. So that's how I use Pinterest to keep it functional for me but without 
really messing up my niche because you do need a niche whether you're talking to college bloggers talking to fashionistas or people who are looking for recipes whatever it is you're going to want to keep that in mind when you're creating your pins and your boards so that your profile is designed for people searching for these things next mistake i see is that people don't loop their own content oh my gosh this gets me For some reason, this hit me, like when I first started (laughs) blogging on Pinterest, I realized you need to be promoting your content over and over and over again, because as soon as you pin something, it shows up in the top of the feed, but that completely gets pushed down pretty fast with other new content. So if you're not constantly looping your old content, it's going to be really hard for people to find, unless they're just searching for keywords, which the majority of people do do this regularly, but you need to have more repins, more um, followers, like uh, following your group boards, following relevant pages, and if you just don't have that engagement with all of your content, it's not going to show up in the search results because Pinterest is going to be like, no one cares about this because nobody repinned it. So you see what I'm saying there? Basically, you need to loop your own content. It does take a little bit of work, which is why I think so many people don't really know how to do this. You can automate it with Tailwind because they recently released a smart looping feature. So I would really recommend you sign up for Tailwind. You can get a free month if you use my link, which is an affiliate link in the um, show notes. But I use Tailwind myself. I actually have two accounts, so I really support it. Um, Just try it for free. If you don't like it, no big deal. You don't have to keep paying for it. Just letting you know that that's the easiest way to loop your content. You can do this manually if you don't mind going in and manually repinning your stuff every once in a while, which you can also do. Next, I don't see people using group boards, and this is why I love Tailwind, because it has sort of a built-in group board feature, but also group boards as they exist just on Pinterest is such a powerful tool. This is how you can beat the follower count algorithm thing. Basically, you don't need followers if you're in these group boards because group boards are any board that has a ton of contributors, usually other bloggers, and they're repinning the content or they're following people who are repinning the content. It's just like an endless scheme of people who are involved in this. So you just get your content in front of a lot of different people and that's how you go viral on Pinterest. But how do you even find these group boards? I find people who just randomly will apply to group boards. There are so many mega massive group boards for bloggers that are just like a giant dumpster fire. Like you want to be really specific about the group boards you apply to and that you join because some of them aren't active. Some of them are not in your niche. Some of them have no engagement. You just don't want that in your life. So look for leading bloggers in your niche. See what group boards they're in, which ones are performing well. Make sure that those group boards have a lot of engagement and the people aren't just shamelessly promoting their own stuff like some kind of crazy spam board. No one needs that. So be really picky. You can also ask around on Facebook groups, Instagram, whatever or just search for keywords on Pinterest and then in the search bar they let you search for boards instead of posts and just look for group boards that really seem like a good fit for your audience. Next, I see a lot of people using Pinterest like they use Instagram and this just does not translate. So I've actually seen Instagram images on Pinterest. This is a really common thing but the issue with this is it just links to Instagram which means nothing and also a lot of the times the images that work on Instagram are not images that will work on Pinterest. They might not be the right shape. They might be without any kind of relevant text, which won't help people if they're trying to decide if they should click on it. So if you're just automatically posting things from Instagram to Pinterest, stop doing that. Um, It's completely possible to reuse your 
Instagram images on Pinterest, but you might need to edit them first. People are looking for value when they go on Pinterest. They're not just looking for pretty images. Usually, for the most part, they want some context. They want something they can use in their own life. So if you're just posting like hashtag outfit of the day, unless you're just trying to blandly inspire people with your fashion choices, that's not really going to offer a lot of value in the same way that linking to a blog post, like breaking down the outfit would. So just think about how to use Pinterest to promote your evergreen, value-rich content instead of just promoting your pretty pictures like frivolously because that really won't get you any results. Finally, you don't have a business account on Pinterest. So if you haven't switched your Pinterest to a business account, you're losing everything out. I know a lot of people are hesitant to do this because on Instagram or Facebook, switching to a business account instead of a personal account sometimes can have a negative effect on your engagement rate and how many people are exposed to your images. But Pinterest is not Facebook, so the same thing does not apply here. Even if you're just like a one-man, one-woman show of a blogger, you should be pinning from a business account because you get a lot of special things. You can claim your website, which means if someone else posts something from your website with one of your pins, you will get the link for that and it will show up like with your information there. You get a analytics profile that is so valuable. That's the most valuable part. But most importantly, if you're planning to do any kind of business on Pinterest, which your blog is a business, you need a business account according to Pinterest terms and conditions and guidelines. So if you're not doing that, you're breaking the rules and you should just switch because it's really easy and it will only benefit you. That's that. So if you're interested in my free Revamp Your Pinterest course, remember you can sign up at samanthability.com under the five Pinterest mistakes your blog is making post. And I hope you try that for yourself and see if it's for you. But if you decide you want something a little more advanced, then head straight on over to No Nonsense Pinterest to sign up for the full course where I will go in extreme detail in the exact strategy that lands me over a million impressions on Pinterest every month. So that's that. (laughs) I'm done selling to you. Um, I hope you really found this valuable. I love Pinterest and I love talking about Pinterest. So if you have any questions, feel free to email me or to send me a DM on Instagram. I really love talking about Pinterest and helping other people improve their Pinterest, which is why I made a course. So I love Pinterest and I think it's a great tool for bloggers of all experience levels. And I hope that this podcast shared some insight into some mistakes you might be making that maybe you didn't realize you were making and some ways you can improve that aren't super complicated and you don't need any money or like to do anything fancy, just some ideas. So that was that. I hope you have a very productive week and I will see you next week for the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. I've had a real spike in listeners recently for some reason, even though I never promote this podcast. So I'm very thankful for that and I'll talk to y'all next week. Bye.